This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode. We got a girl who wonders if she's a dead fish. We got another virgin. And we added a new segment that I hope you guys will enjoy. Tinder and Bumple Makeovers. Check it out. Share it with friends. Let me know what you think about the new segment. J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love that you enjoy it as much as I enjoy doing it. So keep spreading the word. Keep sending those emails. Let me just say... It's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep spreading the words. Keep sending those emails. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And it, let me just, it tickles my nuts. It boils my beans. (laughs) It fries my pickle. Every time you guys send me a snap of you guys listening to the podcast. It really feels good. I'm jtrain56 on Snapchat. And when you, and it's cool because I'm seeing, it's like this view into the, your world. You know, you, you get a little window and then it just disappears. And sometimes I'm on a farm. Sometimes I'm in some party where you're drinking out of shoes. Sometimes, um, you know, it just takes me to different places around the world at so many weird hours of your life to just see that uh, when you're listening. And it's very cool for me. So keep sending those snaps. JTrain56 on Snapchat. And... Thank you again for listening. Um, I'll take out that giant feather. Let me get it out of the closet. Huge feather. I'm holding a feather <laughs> with two hands. It's very heavy. It's like a huge feather. And I'm just, I'm like, a mile, I'm a seven feet away from you in brushing your nuts. <laughs> so that's me thanking you physically. So thank you. And I'm very excited about today's guest. We're, you know, we're, we're in the, the last episode was a huge success. We're in the Lisa Traeger uh, suggested series of episodes, and I'm very excited to have uh, Tommy McNamara here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, Jared. Nice yeah, you. you're highly suggested by her. That feels good. I feel good being like a recommended pick from Lisa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lisa, she, you, and I explained this in the last. There was a lot of comics. Well, you know, New York and L.A. Those are the beacons. Mm-hmm. Those are where people are. You got to go to one of the two. But then there's Chicago, and this is this great town for comedy. And there's so many good rooms to get up at. And so you can get really good in Chicago. And then all these great comics come here. And you're like, where'd this guy come from? For sure. I think it's the best place to start comedy. Like, I think there's no argument. I agree with you. I actually thought of moving. When I was first started, I used to work really? in finance. And I was like, okay, I'm going uh, to get into this comedy thing. And my, my best friend lives in Chicago. So he oh, lived yeah. in Chicago. So I was like, you know what? I think I might have told this story on the podcast before. But I was like, I'm going to go visit him for a weekend and you know let's see how j train 
yeah, yeah. does in the Windy City. And I go over there and I'm like, I'm like, uh, and I remember we got drunk and we go to this party. I, I, th- I think I did tell this story in the podcast, but this was the moment where I was like, I got to do New York. I don't think I, I go to this party and I was just fucking drunk and being a dick. And I remember telling this girl, uh, like I got in this like, like, like I was just busting balls mm. and I busted this chick's balls and she just started crying in the middle of the party. Oh no. And I remember looking at my buddy being like, nah, I'm going to stay in New York. Yeah. Like, we're used to everyone being nice. We're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> like the ball busting attitude. There is yeah, that yeah. there, but it's like, you got to know each other. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just a little bit of a, di- here there's just so much like angst and anger. For sure. <laughs> and there there's like, you know, wing night every night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's such a fun place to live in your early 20s, too, regardless of what you're doing. Totally. I think the drinking's different there in a way that I enjoyed. It, will you explain that? I think the drinking here is more, like, sophisticated, and mm. people are kind of drinking and moving to different locations there. Everyone's just like, we're blacking out tonight. Let's pick a place and black out. I totally agree. It's like, we're going to drink beers, and we're going to take shots every second beer. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't... There is this, like, this, this Chicago, like... Our bodies be damned. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, you're eating better than everyone else. You're drinking better than everyone else. Here, we're like, okay, I'll get the vodka soda because I'm still trying to look good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to worry about fashion photographers. Yeah, <laughs> my whole life is worrying about fashion <laughs> photographers, Tommy. So all of you guys should go support Tommy. He's great. He's a good comic. At Tommy McNamara. It's it's at Tommy McNam. Yeah, yeah, it's the la- without the last uh, couple letters. This is a hard word for me because I say the I say the Twitter handle every time, so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pronounce it. At Tommy M C N A M. I think of it him. like uh, like Donovan McNabb. Oh, so like, McNam. That's what I say. So yeah. at Tommy McNam on Twitter, go follow him, support him. He's got a website. What's your website? Uh, TommyMcNamara.com. All there the shows it is. on there. So go check him out. Go support him. Another. Uh, a comic coming from the Lisa Traeger from uh, Lisa Traeger school school, <laughs> yeah. school a hand of God so thank you for coming on let's get to the emails you ready awesome yeah yeah so send in those emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com they're all so fantastic like I, I gotta say I keep saying they're they're getting better and better and it's just unbelievable how um, great they are so let's do this one dead fish dilemma mm-hmm. sup JT Insert nut feathering. <laughs> My boyfriend recently introduced me to the podcast. We got a chick email. A little slow to that gun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got a chick email right off the bat for you, Tommy. They sensed I was coming. What's, they knew it. Yeah. They, could, they could smell the man juice on mm. you. They were like, we gotta get it. So my boyfriend recently introduced me to the podcast to help me get through the shitty summer internship. I sit at my desk laughing uh, all day laughing to myself as I hear you talk about penises and sex while my boss is sitting right across the room from me. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, anyways, listening to one of your podcasts about a guy complaining about his girlfriend being a dead fish in bed made me wonder... Am I a dead fish? I asked my girlfriends and they told me that there's no way. <laughs> I like the girls being like, no. <laughs> no, Stacy, you're totally a great fucker. You're the best fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, how would they know? Yeah. Because, well, yeah. like, <laughs> they're dance well. Yeah, they're Snapchatting their, their, fuck, their fuck sessions. They told me there's no way I could be a dead fish because I, I would know if I was. I need to know, but is the only way to find out and to get better at sex in general to watch porn. I'm not against it, but I just feel weird doing it. But if it means I will be better in bed, then I'm all for it. As a porn virgin, I wouldn't even know where to start. Any advice? 
Thanks for all the hilarious podcasts. You came to my college last year, but I honestly didn't really know who you were at the time. However, I've never laughed so hard at one sitting. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. My friends and I were crying laughing because everything you said was scarily accurate. I'm trying to get one of my best friends to listen to the, uh, to these because she needs to hear all the advice about you give about not being a crazy bitch. This is the podcast of my shitty summer internship, so keep up the good work. Thanks again. I hope to hear a response on an upcoming podcast. Well, thank you for the email and thank you for the, the nice things. What do you think? About uh, getting a girl into porn. I would say right off the bat, porn isn't making anyone better at sex. Yeah. Might, I mean, it'll teach her how to like cry or <laughs> like gag louder. Teach her how to, not, yeah, and spit yeah. randomly. Yeah, I agree with that. And I listen, I love porn. I watch it every day. I'm a good man. Yeah. But I just, uh, I don't think it's helping anyone out. <laughs> listen, I love the way you, I, I watch porn like the rest of us do. Yeah, I read the news every morning and then I watch the porn. That's yeah. how you get your day started. Yeah. How, a cup of coffee, a yeah, yeah, yeah. little, bit, little bit of anal. You know, that's what it's all about. I, I do agree with you that I don't, I don't know if porn's the answer to her question, but the answer to her question, have you ever got uh, watched porn with a chick? Uh, yes. I how have. did that go? It was good. It was, uh, you know, she was into it, and it was like uh, we were watching lesbian porn, which I think was key because I don't want a comparison. Oh, know? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you want more women in the room? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm for that. But I, I, how did you set it up? I've never really watched porn with a girl. That's never been because, like you said, I, I just never. It's never come about. I think it's like one of those like late stages of a relationship thing. It was a long relationship. It was yeah, a long yeah. relationship. I think it's like one of those things that you're like, and I haven't been in a long-term relationship in a long time. So I don't really, I do get when this happens. It's like, hey, let's spice it up. Let's throw in some porn. Let's see what we'll do. But then you have to, I think it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. What she's saying is, am I a dead fish? You would know if you're a dead fish. You'd know if your boyfriend had a problem, if he was just like hitting you away. Here's what she has to understand. I don't think porn's the answer. I think every girl needs to understand that every single guy wants a girl once in a while to throw a saddle onto his back and just fucking ride him. And you're talking literally, right? Literally. Yeah, uh, you gotta yeah. get a, go to the saddle store, get some stirrups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying like every guy wants uh, once in a while for the girl to be like, I'm driving this car. Totally. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think it's underrated. Like, we don't really hear that as much because girls, you know, you know, there's a lot of pressure on, no one's going to cry for me, but there is pressure on guys yeah, yeah. in sex. Like, all mm-hmm. you do, you know, there's millions of jokes I've heard where they say, all you have to do, you know, for a woman, like, you get to be in the most relaxed state during sex. You just, you just have it happen to you. Us, we're sitting there working the gears. Well, that's why I prefer a girl on top, like, almost almost exclusively yeah. I might be a dead fish now that I'm talking I might need to send you an email next week and be like am I the male dead yeah, fish exactly. I've been watching blackfish I'm fucked up yeah. I don't know <laughs> no I, I but I, I I do think like you know when a guy takes control a girl gets into it and mm. there's something very manly about it but then when a, if every now and again I would encourage every girl if you're in a relationship Take the fucking steers. Totally. No guy's going to be mad about that. No guy's going to be mad about that. No guy's going to be like taken aback by that. If anything, it's a vacation. We're like, oh my God. Totally. I don't have to think about like what moves to do, what face I got to make. Like she's, she's doing this. It's almost like when it's your birthday and your girlfriend's like, I'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. I'm planning the whole day. You don't have to do anything. I just watched the best kid. I got the saddle. Yeah. I got the saddle. I got, I got, I got good boots. Yeah, but, I, but I'm saying, like you, it's like, uh, 
Because most of the time, guys get put in this position where it's like the girl will be like, what do you want to eat tonight? Mm-hmm. And it's like the guy's like, okay, I got to be the guy in this situation. And it's not to say that it's right or wrong. It's just how it is. This is you know what gets blood pumping. For sure. And it's like, okay, and I've said it before in this podcast, there's nothing hotter for a guy to make a plan for a girl. And you know where you're like, okay, we're doing this tonight. My friends are meeting us here. This is what I want to do, and I want to be with you. And girls love that because it's uh, – you know, this this is this whole thing of like you're being taken care of. I think it's rare too now. It is rare, now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because now there's so much. I'll uh, yelp it. I don't know. Yeah, and there's so much. You know, there's vague to all the. There's so much. Uh, you know, being vague in what this relationship is that mm-hmm. almost it's a turn on when a guy's like, "No, I want to be with you for the night. I want to do this bar. I want to do this dinner. This and, is a date." Yeah, and yeah. and guys get put in that position. That's how we look hot. So when a girl does it, that once in a while. We're turned on because we're like, oh, you fucking had something in mind. So if, if I'm this girl and I'm any girl in a relationship and you're like, am I a dead fish? Am I not? Take one time. Take one chance with your boyfriend. Just, just take that one chance because I, I have never I've, – I've never – I've had – 100% of my friends have come up to me and be like, you wouldn't believe what happened with this yeah. chick last night. It's never – you wouldn't believe what this fucking chick did to me last night. Like, it's never yeah. mad, you know? It's always excited. I think, yeah, and if the guy is mad, then fuck that dude that's on him. Yeah, then yeah. you're with the wrong guy. For sure. And, and also, I'm not saying to go, like, light the bed on fire and do it in a fucking, <laughs> in a fire pit. I'm just saying. I mean, don't go strap on shopping. No, but, yeah. but, you know, like, maybe just throw him a digit, you yeah. know? Throw a digit up the bum. See what happens there. You know? You know, maybe you'll get a little squiggly, but at the same time, you're, 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 pushing the bounds and you're learning together what do you like what do i like jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with tommy mcnamara at tommy mac on twitter mcnam there it is at tommy mcnam on twitter at tommy mcnam on twitter go follow support him i like this um i like this no judgment zone Oh, this is another female email. This is another chick email. Two in a row. Two in a row. I'm telling you, man. This is the ladies' zone today. (laughs) I like this. Jared, you make my commute to work significantly better as a thank you. I've been telling all my frat star douchebag friends. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thank you or not. Uh, <laughs> about your podcast and asking them to subscribe on iTunes. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> she just said you're welcome when I said that. Uh, now onto my situation. I'm a 22-year-old female. Ooh, say it soft. <laughs> Play the music. We already did. Uh, and I just graduated college. I'm also a virgin. Is there wow. no sound effect for that? We're in the we're in the talking phases of the virgin okay. sound effects. Uh, <laughs> I was in a sorority, went out, had a lot of fun in college, and have a good post grad job. I try to keep the V card on the DL because I'm not embarrassed by it, but I just don't think it's everyone's business. I'm not. I am by no means a prude. I'm exactly what you've mentioned on previous podcasts as a virgin who's good with her tongue. <laughs> and that is something I have mentioned and something that just got me hard. Uh, <laughs> I haven't found anyone I would want to swipe that V card with. But honestly, a shitty personality won't stop me from sucking a dick. Okay, I like her stance. However, now being in the real world and hanging out with guys and going on more dates than college, I am wondering when it would be a good time to drop the virginity bomb. Guys don't generally don't believe me or think that be, uh, or they begin to fade out when they find out because they don't think I'll hook up with them. 
So J Train, how do I approach this problem? I would never bring this up right away, but uh, to a guy, but I don't really uh, know when a good time to let him know this unique characteristic about myself. Also, from your perspective, how will a 20-something guy handle this information? As a guy, would you want to be told this by, uh, by the girl you're talking to? Uh, and when would you want to be told? Your podcast is fire, and I can't wait to see what's coming in the future. So what do you think? I mean, my, my initial thought would be after you've already hooked up, mm. like maybe after the second hookup, you've already, you've already done the tongue. You've yeah. developed a rapport. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, it's like, if he's into it, he's into it. And you're not, you're not going to get totally rejected, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, have you, have you dated a virgin before? No, I never have. Never have. No. I will say this. If I'm her, I don't bring it up. I Ever? No, I bring it up. But I think, so, you know, for her, what sucks is she now, you know, what sucks is her predicament is, is very tough. Because we live in a world where everyone's super sexualized now. Tinder is basically just people are just throwing fucking dicks against the wall. Like mm-hmm. no one's even trying anymore. Yeah, so yeah. so she has this thing. The, the virginity isn't a problem. I think it's actually her solution where she literally can hold. I think her move is she needs to, she gets to measure effort more than any other girl could because she has to keep the virginity for the right guy at this totally. point. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point, you know, now that you have it, she doesn't want to just lose it to some fucking asshole. No, what's the point? Yeah. If you wait, what's this the long, point? Yeah. You've waited this long. So now you're, you're in a position where you kind of, you have a, uh, you live in a world where you don't really need mm-hmm. to be putting out there. Well, you know, you don't need the sex yet because you haven't experienced it yet. So you want it to be, you really need the right person more than you need the sex at this point in your life. So my advice to her is you hook up when it gets to sex, when it gets to the point where he's looking to have sex, you sit him down and you be like, listen, I am a virgin. I like you. I'm having fun with you. I'm just not going to do this for anybody. And you just and leave you see it how that. he reacts. Is what you're Let saying? him react to that because his reaction will tell you how he feels about you right away. Mm-hmm. If he gets freaked out, then he just wanted to fuck, which is totally fine. That's his. That's his right. But then he's not the guy you want to lose it. But to. then he's yeah. not the guy you want to lose it to. If he's a guy that's like, oh, that's totally. His answer should be totally cool. I totally understand. He should, and I think he should have more questions. I like. I. I, I don't think it's. I think the guy that she wants to lose it to is the guy who's actually interested. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you lose it? Because now he wants to learn about you. Like, are you a born again Christian or some to- weird cult or totally? Yeah. Like, because in this day and age, if you kept it, there's only a few reasons you could have kept it. I feel like in 26, like if they tried to remake the 40 year old version, it would have to be like the 22 year old version yeah, at this yeah, point. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's as late as you can go. Well, yeah. that, this is the thing, and she's not weird. I think it. I think it's. It says something about. It's, I don't think she's better or worse for being a virgin. I just think she is what she it's is. It's interesting. It's interesting, though. Exactly. Yeah. So a guy who's dating you, and it's all about effort in, effort out. So like, if he's taking you on dates, and he's going down on you, you're sucking his dick, Like that's great, good for you guys, you're having some fun, um, and then he pushes for sex, then at that point, you're like, okay, does he really just want the sex or me? Mm-hmm. And at that point, you drop this bomb on him, and you'd be like, hey... I'm also a virgin. I'm cool with it. Like as cool as you are with it, he needs to be as cool with it. Mm -hmm. And at that point you get to see what he's into because you could say, listen, I'm not sure if you're the guy I'm going to lose it to. I'm, uh, I'm liking getting to know you. I hope you're liking getting to know me, but this is when the conversation becomes more honest, right? Totally. Because then he says, no, he could say no problem, no problem, no problem. 
get get head and then the next morning be like ah i'm gonna reassess what this does for her and i think it puts her the kind of glass half full is put her in a position to you know the little bit of a waiting period it's like you know (laughs) you know what like uh there's a there's people that are like anti-gun people yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, give us a thirty day waiting period. I think we should have that more for sex. Totally. You know, if you're looking to get in a relationship, maybe you should just cool the jets. Yeah. You know, you sure. could say the same thing because if you just, if she's already lost her virginity, she's like, yeah, I'll just fuck him. Mm-hmm. Then she's not really getting the honest response of that cooling off a day where he goes home, he masturbates, he thinks about her, he masturbates again. He's like, ah, oh, okay, I just kind of want to fuck her. I don't want to really get in this virgin zone. Yeah. So she's gonna get a more honest suitor. It might take longer, but. It's taking longer for everyone. They're just not getting as honest an answer. And Virgin Zone is my favorite uh, arcade place. Virgin. <laughs> I love going to Virgin Zone. Yeah, Virgin yeah, Zone, yeah, yeah, the good yeah. old Virgin Zone. Mm-hmm. Listen, they quarter. They got quarter machines. It's Beautiful. great. Yeah, Jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam on Twitter. Go follow him. Beautiful. Get on board. Listen, guys, we are sponsored by our good friends, The Books. Rule number one of Mandem, no matter what you do around the house, you're likely to screw it up. I don't need to tell you that. Your wife told me. What can I say? She talks. <laughs> anyway, I can help you smooth out pretty much anything. Just send flowers to the books. Okay, listen. They're good fucking flowers. Why do you want to buy flowers? Uh, you're in college or you're in high school and you need money. So here's what I'm saying. Go to the books and you're going to send... They have great flowers. Okay, they're grown on an eco-friendly farm on the side of a volcano. Uh, their blooms are larger. The color's more vibrant. It's better soil. It's all this. It, they're gorgeous flowers. They're great flowers. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, they're good flowers. Okay, here's the thing. You need your mama bear to slip you a $100 bill before you go off to college. If you send her the $40 flowers, you're going to make 60 bucks. So if you send your mom some flowers this week out of nowhere, she's going to be like, what a great son or daughter I have. Oh my God. Now, when you're like going to college, going back home, back to my hometown to go to work, Mama Bear is slipping you that dough underneath the table when Papa Bear's not looking. Then you take that dough, you go to the bar, you buy a girl shot. Now you're fucking, you're welcome. So here's how it all works out. Listeners of the show get 20% off uh, the bouquet of your choice. Just go to books.com. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code JTRAIN. So what you do, you go to their site. Their books prices start at a mere $40. There's no upcharges, no uh, extra fees, even deliveries free when you register with the books. So go to books.com, promo code JTRAIN, get 20% off. Send that $40 arrangement to your mom. She'll slip you $100. you will use that 100 at the bar. That chick will fuck you. And you can send me a thank you at JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com. I like this post-grad new city. So you're in a new city. I am. How long ago did you move to New York? Uh, like 11 months. 11 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you know you're new to a city, when you know the exact number of months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, like 270 days ago. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> who, who even, who's yeah. even counting? Sup, you beautiful Jew. Sink, <laughs> <laughs> sink your strong medium into this situation, would you? Just graduated from college, small school, had a fucking blast, all that shit. Now I've got a real job in Seattle. Don't know a single person here. All the guys at work are married and have kids, so no one's going to go out and do stupid shit on the weekends. Of course, I'm hitting up Bumble and Tinder, but I feel like I need a, to remake that college friend group. More importantly, some awesome dudes. Let me know what you do to uh, you do wise wise mensch. Love the podcast, all the energy you put into every episode. It keeps me coming back. Well, thank you. What do you think? What's a good way to meet new dudes in a city? 
Well, I think, first of all, you're in a great position here because I feel like I've always been in cities where I know a million people. And yeah. you're kind of trying to like juggle and balance. Like, I got to hang out with everyone. I got to see everyone. Yeah. Like, it'd be kind of nice to go somewhere and you get to start over and only pick people you like. Totally. As opposed to people you've known well, since 94. <laughs> just like, well, also, yeah, you, the, the obligation thing. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like having a cousin visit town. You're like, yeah, I got It's my cousin. I got to I got to hang with them. Totally. But you go to this new town. You get to also when you're 23, you're out of college. You know what you like in a friend, what you don't like in a friend. You For have sure. a, you've developed taste. Exactly. You know, when you were eight, there was a kid with a Nintendo, and that's yeah. your best friend. You know, now you get the the luxury of being like, oh, well, this guy is a cool guy, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think the move for this guy is don't judge this. Let's not judge. This is the no judgment zone. Let's not judge my my advice because at first it might sound a little geeky, but my advice, alumni stuff. Yeah, that's smart. And alumni stuff, you're like, who would do this? Uh, what kind of loser goes to the Penn State Alumni Association New York City chapter dinner? Jerry Sandusky. Exactly. Me and Sandusky <laughs> just giving hand jobs under the table. I, I know what I'm saying. Like who you would think? Like like I, I I've thought this on the podcast before. You, when you first. Are, these things are brought up to you. You're like, fuck those guys. Totally, yeah, yeah. You know, but but also, that gets you out of the house. That gets you doing reps. Yeah, I just had my school, it's a small school, just made the NCAA tournament for the first time in like 10 years. What school? Uh, Holy Cross. Oh, really? You went to Holy Cross? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay. Uh, and like going, there was like an alumni watch and it was like so fun. Totally. And I hadn't been to anything like that before. And I was like, oh, this is great. What am I doing? Are, are you single? Uh, no, no. You know, but I'm saying, but even in that in that atmosphere, you're at a Holy Cross event. You probably saw girls you never even saw at school. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah and yeah. You, so this is what I'm saying. So these alumni events, it may be, it's not the person that's at the front of the alumni event that's like shaking everyone's hand yeah, yeah. and has the banner in the air. That person's a loser, okay? <laughs> what I'm talking about is that there's someone just like you that just moved to Seattle that you don't even know from your school that's going to go to this event being like, I got nothing That else. also feels bad about it. Yeah, that also yeah. feels bad about it. And you guys are going to be hanging in the back of the room. You're going to start ripping shots and then they're going to know people and you're going to know people. It's not the people you meet first. It's where those things take you along mm-hmm. the way. You know, it's like, I, I there were these, I used to cold call at my old job and they'd be like, you're one no away from a yes. And so if you get, you keep getting no's, you'll get 10 no's for every one yes. So if you get to 10 no's, you're going to get that yes coming mm-hmm. up next. It's kind of an insane way to think about things like yeah, from a yeah. cold call perspective, but from like a life event perspective where it's like, listen, this shitty thing will lead me to something that won't be shitty. Worst case, you have a couple beers at, and you, leave. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine. So, you, so go. And I also think, uh, and then when you meet people at these events, sports and comedy, those are the two great communicators. I was going to say, like, find a basketball game to play in. Uh, uh, yeah, you'll meet guys. Leagues. Yeah, yeah. The, so there's like Zog Sports. That's something I would get involved. They, every town has their own like intramural teams. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to think these are like all these things that get you out of the box and this what this kid is asking about sound like geeky shit. For sure. You know, like I'm going to join a fucking ping pong club. Come on, fuck <laughs> that shit. But the geeky shit is what gets you to break down your walls, break down your barriers, and show a little humility mm-hmm. to be like, oh, fuck, there's this other dude here that feels the same way about this event, but also is in the same shitty position as me with no friends. Totally. And you know what things you like, too. So totally. Like, yeah, if you hate ping pong, then don't go to the ping pong one, go to the basketball one. But getting yeah. out, of, and also getting out of your your normal routine will get you to the right place. It's going to sure. work out. It's going to get you somewhere different. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast.com at gmail.com here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam 
Go follow him at Tommy McNam on Twitter. I like this one. This broad is the devil. Ready for some devil talk? For sure. Yo, Jay Trizzle. I used to date this girl for one and a half years. We went to two different colleges. We went to two different colleges. <laughs> oh, they went to do. Yeah, yeah. I thought they like switched together. <laughs> oh, yeah, they like that would be the worst. Ugh. Ugh, that's too much too soon. Too a much fl- paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> a flight away from each other. So they went to Sus- They were a flight away from each other for one and a half years. We saw each other every few weeks. I was her first. We broke up last October. I saw her over winter break as we originally from the same place, but totally melted down on a date we went on. I believe my exact words during the outing were, "Let's not forget, I broke up with you." Ooh, holy really shit! Then we hooked up at the end. Power play. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> Post meltdown hookups. Yeah, those are the ones you want. Uh, <laughs> fast forward summer a week ago. I ran across her on Tinder, super liked her, called her to the tell her about it just to say hi. She liked me back and said we should catch up. It's important that I win this breakup. Oh, dude. Uh, because she is good friends with my sister's friends, and this chapter isn't over. I know she looks at every Snapchat Snap story I post. I rarely look at hers. I'm interviewing at a grad schools in Boston to fuck with her. I posted the school I'm interviewing at with the caption "grad school." Admittedly, it's petty at this point, <laughs> but at this, uh, admittedly, it's petty at this point. It feels like we aren't going to hop back in the sack anytime soon. I feel my, uh, myself posting stories for no other reason than to mess with her. Oh man. I am pretty sick of this game. What's the play to disassociate if I, if I don't move to Boston or re-engage if I do end up in Boston? Where am I in this girl's head? And most importantly, who's winning? Other things to note, I really enjoyed fucking her. We probably wouldn't have broken up if we lived in the same place. According to objective buddy's girlfriend, when I am with her, I am settling. Ugh. Wow. That's a, that was a dirty email. Let me just say that this broad is the devil was the wrong headline for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was all shit he did. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> this guy sounds like he yeah. might be Satan. Yeah. I keep taunting this lady. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is she doing this to me? I, 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 in an email, have you ever you've been, a, you've, have you been broken up with or broken yeah, up with someone? Yeah, yeah both. Yeah. So do you understand, do you see where he's coming from at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing of, uh, he doesn't know if it could happen again, so they're in this weird. They are in the weird, like psychological warfare state yeah. of it, uh, which is always healthy for everyone. What's uh, the worst breakup you ever had? Uh, you know, I I had a bad one where it was just a girl I dated for you know four years. It was more it was more just sad than uh yeah yeah yeah. But I I've had ones where uh, the girl changed her Twitter name to something that I said when I was breaking up with her. Oh <laughs> really? Once. Yeah, that was so bizarre. you broke up with her and had this whole speech, and, I, and then well, she changed her name on Twitter to the. So I had done it via text, uh, which oh, okay. was a good sign. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things I said I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm v busy." And then I'm her, v busy. I said v busy. You you shorten very. <laughs> well, I don't have time. I'm busy. Yeah, very. That's how busy you are. So you can't her, even spell out very. Yeah. Her, her Twitter name for like six months was v busy, and. Uh, uh, yeah. man, I'm kind of on her side with that because yeah. it's like if you're gonna text breakup, you have to be literally an English major. <laughs> you have to leave no stone, and I and I, because I've I've written those. You have to be so exact. Mm-hmm. You have to be so on the money with everything you say that they cannot be like, well, there's a hole in this state. They're they're looking at it like a lawyer. You've got like footnotes and yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. you need yeah, and like a little star that's like, listen, this is a, <laughs> what this means is that I love you, but I don't love you right now. You know, mm-hmm. like I I. To this guy's email, listen, anytime you're trying to win a breakup, you have lost the breakup. You have lost it, and this guy is losing. The best you, thing you can do is not care. Is not care. And the way to do that is find another but person. But I can see it. The reason I read this email, I, remember, I, I, I think I got this a couple of weeks ago, and I just we just haven't gotten to it. Um, 
is because I know we all he's not a bad person. I'm sure. Yeah. He's yeah. not a bad person. But what he is is he's got a lot of pride. And pride will fuck you over every single fucking mm-hmm. time. So like you know, with him, he's saying, Oh, she knows my sister's bet my friend's sister. Or he's he said that she's friends with his sister. Like he's afraid of his sister thinking that he's less of a man. Uh, and all yeah. this stuff is doing, even though at the moment you think you're laughing to yourself while she's looking at your snap story or you're laughing, all you're doing is laughing for yourself. Everyone else is laughing at you. Everyone's saying, why is he wasting your time? Why are you so fixated on this thing? Why are you yeah. so fixated? All you should do, and here's the other thing. When you end it with a girl, all you, all I want from all my ex-girlfriends is for them to say a couple things. I just want, I want all my ex-girlfriends to be like, you know what? He was a good guy. Not the right guy for me. Really huge penis. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, good guy is so important. Good guy. But you just yeah. want that. You don't want, because listen, we live in an age where you're not marrying your high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a bunch of ex-girlfriends. More, more than likely, you'll have two to three exes in your life. You don't want to have to hide from these people for the rest of your life with this ticky tacky bullshit that he's doing. Because we've all, it's kind of like a bad divorce. Yeah. Everyone hears about a bad divorce. And you're putting it for the public. You're doing it online. You're doing it. Yeah. Totally. Like no one is looking at this being like, oh, I don't want to look. Everyone wants to see this. This is the most interesting story. You fucking with her on Snapchat is someone else sitting there being like, this is hilarious. Oh, bad public breakups. Yeah. So funny. Oh, who wants that? That's what we all want. Everybody wants a Facebook friend that is melting down. Totally. And (laughs) we're not, we're not unfollowing the meltdown girl. We are following Mm -hmm. along and I'm getting notifications. I'm like adding friends to her family and just see yes. what they're up to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the whole story. Yeah. And, and what yeah, he's you're like do- a newspaper reporter. You're like calling sources. Just yes. Like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm asking other people that are mutual friends with her. I'm like, have you been watching that? And then what happens is when someone's melting down on Facebook about a breakup, you say to someone who also knows this person, like on Facebook, they, they, they look at you and they go, I haven't looked away. Like everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone knows the totally. story. So it's like, it, so this guy's, just encouraging people. He thinks he's winning, but he's really losing. I think the power move is you block on all social media. If she wants to talk to you, she'll text you. Totally. The power move, the move to do is to send her a text being like, hey, I am, is to really apologize. What this guy should do, he should send her a text and be like, I'm really sorry. I, this whole game that we're playing isn't fun for me anymore. I give up. You wave the, re- the white flag mm-hmm. and you say, I give up. I want nothing but the best for you. Um, but it's just not going to be with me. And I accept that now. And I apologize for even playing this game, but I wish you the best and hope uh, hope to maybe see you in the future. Which in turn will make her immediately want to get back together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That is winning the breakup right yeah, there. Because totally. what you're doing, and then actually fucking abide by those rules. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be the guy that's you know checking in to make her think about you because all you're doing that for, all you're doing the Snapchat stories for is to boost your own self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Not to get her. You're doing it to boost you up at her expense. And it's really not a great thing. It's a bad look, yeah. It's a bad you look. You want to be with the guys talking about the guy doing that. To- yes. Yeah. And you want to be, you want every ex great person not great for me huge penis mm-hmm. that's every ex or on the other side for, for women you want every guy to be like great girl not great for me huge penis huge penis <laughs> yes <laughs> that's exactly what you want jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com sealing the deal yo j daddy 
I recently <laughs> returned to my restaurant job after my freshman year of college. To my surprise, an eight nine six bartender. So we have a rating system. I heard it. Yes, you heard yeah, it. Yeah, Fa- yeah. Face, body, personality. Mm-hmm. Eight nine six. It's pretty hot. Who is six years older than me and has been sending me signals that she wants the dickle. <laughs> she asked for my number and texts me first. I've hit her a couple late night drunk calls and text her every once in a while. The thing is, I'm not 100% sure if she's fucking with me or if she actually wants some pipe. <laughs> I like that he's 19 and he's got a pipe. <laughs> is he 19? After his freshman, freshman year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my question is, how do I approach this? I obviously want to po- put the Pope in the Vatican, but I don't want <laughs> to fuck up and have it be awkward as fuck every time I go to, go to work. Uh, I will say there is no chance that this 27-year-old woman is fucking with you. No. She definitely is trying she, to do something. Yeah. She's moving towards you. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Especially texting first, gets your number, sending you late night texts. Like that's, this is, these are all telltale signs. I mean, what other business would she have texting you at all? No, yeah. no, no, twenty-six-year-old girl is trying to make a nineteen-year-old friend. Yeah, you know? no, she, she doesn't want. She wasn't. She's not looking to learn about Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Exactly, yeah. So I, I think a, the move for him is, especially in the restaurant business, I you know I see it a lot at the comedy clubs. The waitresses and the bartenders and everyone working there is hanging out after hours. Mm-hmm. So if you stick around for an after-hours drink, if like the whole staff gets together, that's where you make your move. Okay, yeah. you do the after hours drink. Uh, you know we're shutting down. Restaurants done. Every town has a late night bar. Mm-hmm. So the move for him is take it away from text because it's not. I, I think it's awkward. You need it to happen naturally so that when you get back to work, it's as natural as it happened. Totally. So what he needs to do is do the. You know everyone's hanging. I think he's got to find, because he's 19, either yeah. he's got a fake or he's got to find the party, though. He's, he's got to, oh, yeah, I forgot about his age. Yeah. That's the other problem. So, but I think if if he just involves himself in that after work hang totally. and doesn't make a big deal, doesn't even make a big deal, like, people are going to know that he can't drink. So, he can't drink at work. They can't be serving him, especially if he works at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're probably, let's, let's assume they can't serve him. Have a drink in front of you, a club soda. Yep. And it just looks like a drink. It looks, you know, don't make yourself the young guy totally you know like just hang with the crew because at the restaurant you guys are all in the same plight you guys are all looking for tips you're all there for work you all hate the same boss so that is really evening out the ages Mm -hmm. you know so if you're sitting so now if everyone's sitting around hanging out after work you have your club soda you're not young guy anymore you're guy with drink in front of them you're just a guy just a guy you don't want to be young guy you also don't want to be young guy trying to be old guy totally which makes you look like even younger guy yes and so that that guy young guy trying to be old guy that makes him look young guy is the guy being like can i get a shot too like complaining that he can't drink i tried everclear once yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and talking about how drunk he got at college that one night from beer pong (laughs) don't do that just hang around do the after after work hang and then at the at a certain point you look over her and be like, hey, uh, where are we going next? Beautiful. And you change locations. Change the locale. You guys go to another bar. You go find another place. Maybe she's, and at that point, when you two remove from the group, she's going to say, why don't you come back to my place? I got I got wine at my place. You can totally. just drink with me. Mm-hmm. And that's the move. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam on Twitter. Go find them. Go support them. Get involved. I like this one. Ditch the ball and chain for the summer. Okay. 
Greetings from Auschwitz, Jew bag. Oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, dude. First things first. Want to say, <laughs> then he goes, first thing I just want to say, I love the podcast. Helps me get through my shitty ass summer job. At and the he, KKK. At the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so nice to have some something to listen to under the hood. Uh, anyways, I'm going to stop fingering your butthole and get to the point. I just finished my first year of college at UMass, where I pledged and had a lot of fun. While at school, I met a girl who was about a 779. It was good having her around during the year, but now I'm back home. The distance is douchebaggery. <laughs> the distance is douchebaggery, and I need to find a new cum dumpster. <laughs> Boy, your future wife can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> and guess what? I did. She's hot and DTF. So here's the issue. I really want to get my dick wet this summer and see where things go with this new chick. So how should I get rid of the old ball and chain without being a complete dick? <laughs> oh, dude, you got to go to a writing class, I think. Yeah, uh, make, she, make sure you don't say cum dumpster. Yeah, don't use cum or dumpster together. <laughs> you can use them separately. Separately. Yeah. you know, I'm Love dumpster. Just went to the trash to bring, you know, to the dumpster to bring out the trash. I'm going to go come now, it's fine, <laughs> but don't put them together. So how should I get rid of the old ball and chain without being a complete dick? She's in my friend group back at school, and I don't want to ruin relationships I made without our mutual friends with our mutual friends there. Thanks, J Tran. Don't worry. I'm not actually anti-Semitic. I think your writing would say otherwise. Uh, <laughs> but what do you, I understand his situation. He's got yeah, the girl yeah. from school, you know. And there's nothing in, wrong with that either. Nothing wrong it's at fine. all. Yeah. When you're in college, you're living on two islands. Mm -hmm. You're living on College Island. You're living on Hometown Island. Temptation Island. And these are both temptations at both. A reference your listeners will not understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's an old TV show. So I'm just saying, when you you know you have the home uh, College Island, there's a bunch of chicks running around there. Then you come. To, then you go home for the summer. Hometown Island. You're like, oh my god, there's a whole new crop of chicks. I don't need. But I got to go back to College Island at some point. Well, I think you say. You just say like, ah, it's too tight. It's too hard. Like phone calls and distance. Like I hate talking on the phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this guy does too. I think mm -hmm. so. I think you just don't mention that you're trying to bang around. Just be yeah. like, it's just too. It's too much of a strain. I'm too stressed out. I totally agree, Tommy. I'm on the same page. I'm actually going to give him a schedule. Wow. I'm going to tell him how he ends this. Ready? With any girl from college that you're trying to be cool with, when you get back to college, but you want to kind of end it for the summer. You do distance for a week. Just off of social media. You don't post anything. It's kind of like you went on vacation from life. Mm -hmm. Okay? And she tries to text. You You kind of, you, you don't answer very much. You know, put on the read receipts like we discussed here on the podcast before. Let her know you've read them, but you got, you know, I got shit to do. So get distance for a week. Then you call. Okay? Hey, this is too much work. Just let her know. It's too phone much work. Phone calls are awful. There's nothing worse. <coughs> but it's worse the Band-Aid rip. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying that one phone call is definitely better than a summer of phone calls. A summer of phone calls. Which summer I've had, text. which is a fucking Oh, nightmare. that's a brutal yeah. nightmare. So you just say, hey, this is too much work. I obviously don't have the time for you. I think we should move on. Then when you're back, you fly directly into the storm. Totally. Okay. First night. First night. First hey, party. Hey, we're all hanging. Come to the house. So then guess what? Don't hook up. Ooh, okay. So you say, so you start... Distance for a week, make the call. This is too much work. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ruin your summer. I feel like this is kind of ruining my summer because I'm making someone feel bad. That you do all this is the the ending of it is just I feel like I'm making you feel bad. And then you go with your own girl for the summer. You do your own thing. You try to stay away from social media. And then when you're back, you go directly to this girl. You get the friend group back together and you hang out and then you don't hook up that first night. 
Yeah, because you, then, set, you set the dynamic. Set yeah. the dynamic because now if you don't hook up that first night and you're just hanging with the group because these are all your mutual friends, you're just saying, listen, I didn't break up with you because I wasn't getting fucked. Mm-hmm. I broke up with you because it was too difficult. Totally. And you're backing it up with an action that says that. Your action for that first night. If you went if you went back to school that first night and you're like tried to bang her and tried to go you get with bad. her, yeah. you look bad. So you get back that first night, you say, we're just cool. I'm, I like you. I like you as a person, which you probably do. And you say, we're all hanging, whatever. And you just, nothing happens. It's a perfect play. Yeah. It's the perfect play. That's I love, the move. Uh, I love picturing this guy, too. I knew so many kids at UMass just like fucking calm, dumb stuff. <laughs> this dude's at Auschwitz and shit. The fucking friendlies. Literally, I, I'm from outside of Boston. That is everyone. Oh, where are you from? I've ever uh, need him. So, <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Tommy, you're killing it. I'm having a great time. Thank you for coming on. Go find him at Tommy Mac. I, Tommy <laughs> McNam. I, it's such a tough one Dude, to say. I know. I set it up when I was a sophomore in college. And I didn't know I was going to like do comedy. It was yeah. just like, my, only my friends will know about this. Yeah. And now it's like, fuck, every time I have well, to give it to I mean, song. I'm J Train 56. I didn't start that <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was. Uh, <laughs> um, let's do post grad casual hookups or do we do we got a couple to choose from college advice newly single bros post-grad casual hookups what do we think Tommy this is on you I'll say post-grad let's do it post-grad cash hooks J-Train I come to you in need of your some of your sage Jewish wisdom that has time and time again come to my aid in college my buddies and I had an ironclad system for maintaining maintaining casual hookups after every night out we'd have a big group breakfast with each of us and any girl that slept over some girls friends uh, some casual we'd bust each other's balls poke fun at the girls we were always fr- very friendly to the girls we had over after breakfast one or two of us would drive the whole gang home this is great. This is like, wow. this is like, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. this is great. This is, uh, there, I feel like there should be orange slices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to keep it casual, you would never uh, text a girl that you hooked up with. In a college town, it was easy to bump into girls at a bar or party the following week. This kept things casual by always, uh, but always left girls with a positive experience. Not only would they come back, but they were always a positive reference once the fling had run its course. Now that I'm living in a new city with a much smaller crew, the system is hard to replicate. Yeah, dude. This that, ain't that, happening that in the real happen, world. Yeah, yeah that's the, you're not doing breakfast with your one other roommate and the two chicks. Yeah, I mean, I did something like this where we would, uh, not like not every weekend, but there was a couple mm-hmm. times where we just have mimosas and there would be a couple girls over there. You know, and that's fun. Well, that, that's easy. like going out. You know, like if you yeah. like went out with the girls and had you know got drunk again that morning, well, that's like a you're almost extending the it's party. Just a separate party. Yeah. yeah, this guy writes making the breakfast when it's just me, a girl, and my roommate seems more serious. Yes, it yeah. does, and it's imp- almost impossible to repeatedly bump into a girl without texting. So my question is. It, how in this new situation can I recreate our system of maintaining casual hookups? I'm rotating through different cities for work, so a, so a relationship isn't really possible. Thanks for your wisdom and Mazel Tov. P.S. Big fan of the podcast. Been listening for a few years now. Really helps ease the pain of a forty hour work week now. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, what do you think? How do you, how do you maintain a casual hookup post grad? I think once you get older, you just have to start using your words. Mm. You just have to start being honest about it. Yeah, there. You have to be honest uh, to a point. I mean, it's tough to be. It's tough to go on a first date with a girl and be like, "Listen, I'm just looking to fuck." Oh you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like after you've already hooked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's. Uh, I think the move is being casual with your actions. Mm-hmm. I think actions matter more because back then, 
um, when they did the breakfast with all the friends busting balls. It was college. You know, those actions weren't taken as seriously. Just like he said in his email, if he cooks breakfast now, that's an action that says, I'm a serious dude for you. I'm trying to do Valentine's Day brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so your actions are taken into a different spectrum than they were in college. So you have to keep up those actions. You have to realize that physically you have to act as casually as you want this to be. So like, I mean, I've I've mentioned this on the podcast a couple times before, like where I've gotten into situations with girls where I'll end things and they'll be like, what the fuck are you ending? And, and like, mm-hmm. they'll be like, we you slept over for the whole weekend. How could you do that? And it's like, I did that because I was like, I'm having fun. Why wouldn't yeah, I do that? Yeah. That doesn't mean I love you mm-hmm. or I see this going more than just this weekend. Totally. But my actions would say otherwise. They were actually right for questioning that. Yeah, so even though, and that's hard in the moment when yeah. it's like, you know what would make this girl happy if you took her out to breakfast. But totally. you just have to be like, I got plans. You got to leave it. So you got to leave it where you're acting casual. So if you meet a girl on Bumble and you're like, hey, let's get drinks tonight, I can't do it until 10. That's you being like, I just want to do 10 o'clock you're setting, drinks. You're setting a boundary. You're yeah. setting a boundary. So you have to set, that's, I think that's the most important part about being a post-grad hookup person boundaries yeah yeah setting the boundaries like you know oh do you want to sleep over on sunday no i'm not gonna sleep over sunday no i'm all set i'm all set (laughs) and they're gonna go why i like my own bed Mm -hmm. and 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 i know and because we're not bad people this is the thing like he's not a bad guy no no, i'm not a bad guy i'm not a bad person for being like i don't want to sleep over yeah that's fine and, and but in the moment she's gonna be pissed because you're not just saying you don't want to sleep over you're saying I don't really want to spend this amount of free time I have with you. With you, yeah, yeah. And it's an act of honesty, as as, but not as much as a saying of honesty. And she will be mad at the moment, but we'll respect it. Mm-hmm. And at least, and you might lose her because she's like, I'm looking for a Sunday sleepover guy. But she, then, yeah, the more you appease that, if you don't want to do it, you're just going to like dig yourself in a further and further hole until and, you're totally fine. And, yeah. and hate this girl and have her hate you yeah. because you did the rope-a-dope on her. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Tommy McNamara, thank you for coming on. Such a good time. Crushed Thanks, it, dude. Thank you for doing it. Go follow Tommy on Twitter at Tommy McNam. Go follow him. His website is TommyMcNamara.com. Go check him out. We'll be right back with Hypotheticals in the News. Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Tommy McNamara, thank you for coming on. It's so fun. Awesome having you. Go follow Tommy on Twitter, at Tommy McNam on Twitter. Chris, you're back. Yes, Sweet Shelby was producing this one. Classic Shelby gave a great, uh, brought in the writing. So he did a great job last episode. You're back at Mansamp on Twitter. Yep. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. That's right. Go check it out. Um, I wanted to bring up a new segment here on the podcast. And I know I'm always looking to change, I'm always looking to evolve. I mentioned a few episodes ago that people are sending me their Bumble and Tinder profiles. Guys, dudes are sending me their Bumble and Tinder profiles to help them revamp them, give it a, a makeover of sorts. Like a fresh a, coat of paint. A fresh coat of paint. A and straight eye for the straight guy. Exactly. And I, <laughs> then maybe we're going to call that. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's the name. So 
I have been on Snapchat. They've been sending me all their pictures in their bio. And then I'll be like, get rid of this one, bring in this one, take out this one. One guy just emailed his, and I think we're going to encourage people, if this goes well, if people like it, we're going to go through this guy's Bumble profile that I have right in front of us. Great. And I will describe all the pictures. He's 23 and he's an engineer. Okay, good job, out of college. And he wants to know his first picture. I love this idea, by the way. It's a good idea. I think, I think it could work. His Great. first picture is him, shirtless in a cowboy hat, Drinking a beer, looking off into the distance. Okay, <laughs> on a boat. On a boat. I mean, there's so much going on. There's a lot going on, and that's his first. The opening picture is the most important, and this is this says everything. The girl, you know, if I see a 23 year old shirtless on a boat with a cowboy hat, I'm not thinking that he's thinking about marriage yeah, and love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, this guy should join my book club. So, but then I'll be yeah. Then I'll look at the second picture, and it's him chugging Fireball whiskey <laughs> again. That does that just that just ups my my initial this dude trying to fuck attitude. Yeah, he's wearing a nice shirt though, I guess, right? Little He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, good-looking guy. Third picture is him with a knife in his mouth and a fish <laughs> in his hand, <laughs> which I don't mind that picture. That's I fun. think the, no, I think it's funny. It yeah. actually shows an interest of his. So the, the, That's not whiskey. Yeah. That's yeah. not whiskey, not drinking, not looking off into the distance. I would flip those. So hold on. Okay, sorry. The next picture is him with a bunch, a big group. It looks like they're wearing similar uniforms. Looks like a softball team of some sort. I like it, but I don't know where he is in the picture. Right. Can't distinguish him from the next person. Don't even know who he is. The next picture is him walking towards a mountain. It's it's a picture we've all seen online. It's the one where the guy or girl is holding hands with someone who's taking the picture. Do we know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, that describes it well. Mm-hmm. The hand is holding the picture taker's hand, but we don't know whose hand that is. Right. It's the point of view of the... The, the photographer. The, the hand. Yes. But you don't know who it but is. But it's a chick hand. Right. The last picture is the... Bo- it's a Snapchat picture that says, the boys raw in full force, and they're all in funny suits. I like the picture. Okay? And his his bio is... Don't be shy, say hi. With beer emoji, sunglass emoji, thumbs up emoji. So what do we think? I mean, I want to fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) I'd fuck him, but that's not the question. Would you date him? I think, like I said before, I think you got to switch and make the fish picture second because you can't go back to back drinking alone. You can't go back to back drinking alone. Not that he was drinking alone, but it could appear that he was. But it also shows, you, you chose in your first picture... I, you're double downing on I like to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the move. And this guy, you take out shirtless pick and you take out fireball pick. No shirtless, get, you think. Get rid of him. It says too much about what you care about. Or maybe wait till you grow chest hair and then He's got a little bit of he's got a little bit of uh, It also says like salad. This is what we're going to be doing. We're not going to be going on a date. We're not going to be doing any of this stuff, which is yeah. fine if that's going to be the case, but right, but it's like we're just going to be on the lake getting fucked up. I think he puts fish picture first. Yeah. That's an interest. It, it's a it's a fine picture of him. I think he gets uh takes out the group softball picture. I uh, takes out the handhold picture. Keeps the bros in wild suits. So now we got fish picture, bros in wild suits, and then I would get one more alone shot where he's not drinking. Yeah. Okay. And then what he does, the bio, with any bio, and I'll give this advice to our listeners, 
Read it out loud and see if it sounds creepy at a bar. <laughs> you know, like just <laughs> read it out loud yeah. and imagine yourself actually saying it. So if I was him, I'd have to go, don't be shy, say hi. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'd have to put an accent on that. Like it wouldn't sound right. right. Don't be shy, say hi. And then emoji thumb up. Like, that sounds what? like kind of like a church lady thing too. Yeah. Like you'd say at the mixer. Like, so, yeah. well, or say it seriously. Like, don't be shy. Say hi. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That doesn't sound coming into right. that. If I'm him, I would say, I would reference one of the pictures. So I'd reference mm. the knife in his mouth, fish in hand. I'm looking for a great catch. I uh, love that. Yeah. Love that. Love that, Tommy McNamara. That's a good one. <laughs> I love that. Looking for a great catch. Or... I, I I even like saying that fish went to some homeless children. Uh, right, that's sure, great. yeah. yeah that's like beautiful. I fed I fed a family of four with that fish. Right. I, I would say no emojis for a man profile. Also, I don't mind emojis if they're done tastefully. Hum- tastefully, <laughs> a tasteful emoji here and there. So, um, so I think we helped that guy out. I, I, I hope that's a enter. If you like that segment, send yours in. I do like that the advice is have a knife in your first picture. Yes. <laughs> this could be a good segment. I think if we're going to keep it going, I think people need to maybe ask a couple of questions. Ask questions. You know, uh, give also, us a little something to go off of. I, and I do think uh, I've been at, I've, I've probably done 10 of them this week. Yeah, well, you're Snapchat. good at it. I, I listen, but I, it, it's been helping. One guy wrote me back today. He was like, dude, the line worked within 10 minutes. Wow. wow yeah, great. it was crazy. Let's do a hypothetical. You ready? Yeah. Um, let's do dearest. Oh, I like this one. I found one. Hey, Timbuk Jew. <laughs> I got a hypothetical for you. <laughs> He's even a poet. Would you rather get a raging un- unhideable boner every time you talk to any family member or spend the rest of your life married to a woman with the voice of Gilbert Gottfried? Mm. Keep in mind when you're giving it to her in the dick holster, you're going to have to be hearing Gilbert talking in dirty in your ear. Also, shout out to my buddy Julian, Snapchat Juju1121. He tried to smoke with a girl from Tinder and got so high he puked. <laughs> he needs all the shits and tits he can get. So what do you think? Boner every time you're with your family or your wife? Uh, it's Gilbert Gottfried's voice. I'm going boner because there are ways you can manipulate a boner. Yeah. You can't manipulate Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your whole life. Yeah. And also, the like, Chris, what do you think? No, I agree. Uh, get the boner. You do the Texas flip that we always talk about. Texas Put it flip. Your waistband. Yeah. And it's also, it's not about you dealing with Gilbert's voice. It's about everyone you else. You introduce her to your boss. Yeah. Oh. I don't want you at the company picnic. God, no. No, that's right. not going to happen. So I'm going with boners i think you get sick of your wife's voice even if it's not gilbert godfrey's voice yeah. <laughs> so that just multiplies it <laughs> yeah that doesn't help it yeah here's a okay so we'll do one last one and sure. then this is going to take a little longer so maybe no news that's fine because i like this one i like fucking while i'm fucked up this is this guy writes <laughs> sure however each man has his own preferred taste of mind for his fuck game share your thoughts on each of the following situations by telling if you'd smoke weed drink alcohol or take something else to have the best sex Mm. Okay, so he's going to give us a situation. How many drinks would you consume? What types of drinks? How many hits would you puff? Edibles versus smokables. Let's just keep it at weed, alcohol, or other for each of these situations. Ready? Yeah. First time hookup with a drunk chick at a bar, at bar close. What are you doing? Got to be drunk. Drunk. If you're on weed, you're a criminal. Yeah, Yeah. you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equally drunk, right? Drunk. Yeah. Bar close, though. Well, whatever. I mean, you're both you're both you both got a good drunk. Going Spontaneous up. closet bang at a company party. A weed, 
is I don't know. There's no right answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go s- s- completely sober. You want to experience that. Yeah. You want to well, go back because to... you also you're at work, so you got to be like that's you don't cocaine. want to be sloppy, you know? Yeah, maybe yeah. Coke. cocaine. That's, fine. that's okay. I, mean, I mean, if you're drunk in a closet, you're making so much noise. A lot of noise. Yeah. Cocaine, you're right. you're focused. You know, this is you know that's the move. I think nature hookup, hiking, biking, etc. Mid afternoon. Oh, just eat an edible and just yeah. Make I, I want to be, be high. Yeah. Shrooms would be my thought. Shrooms, okay. Roadhead. I mean, <laughs> you're already distracted. It's a tough, it's a tough question. <laughs> I have some pending litigation where I can't say. Yeah. Drunk, but. <laughs> Fifth year of dating anniversary. Sober is my thought on that one, but probably get a little stoned, maybe smoke like half a joint, watch some TV. I gotta say, <laughs> I hate to be saying this in the podcast. I, I cocaine <laughs> for the five <laughs> year, five year. Well, that's like <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who him and a friend of mine, him and his uh, significant other, they have like what they call adult night. Have I talked about this in the podcast? I don't know. And once a year. Hotel room, alcohol, drugs. Sure. They just do it all. And it's like, it keeps it, like they just have that one night. That's fun. It's their their purge. It's literally (laughs) their purge. Threesome with girlfriend and hot rando from a party. Molly. Molly. I've never really done too many other drugs other than than weed. I'm I'm taking one hit of weed. Yeah. I'm taking one hit because I last longer. Right. From one hit? Yeah. That affects you? Wow. I'm not a big smoker. I'm not either. Yeah. Gets me going. I tried to take edibles and have sex. I just could. I like passed out and was terrified. Edibles is a whole different Yeah, I pass out immediately. Sex on edibles, I pass out like for a week. I turn into like a bear afterwards. I just go edibles. How do you control yourself? It's just food too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, these espresso beans are delicious. Um, (laughs) Last but not least, jacking off. Uh, I, I've been a notorious get high and jerk off guy. You are not a, not too much notorious, anymore. But. You're known throughout the land. <laughs> yes, throughout the northeast. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's that's good because you you get a little stone, then you're like, ooh, where where's this journey going to go? Yeah, get into it. I enjoy a drunk jerk off. I think it's fun to wake up the next morning, go back, check the history, be like, what was I looking at? What was I into? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. It? I hear you. I'm going high. Yeah, high jerk is. Uh, listen, I, I I turn into like a masseuse. <laughs> You know, exactly, I'm taking, yeah. I'm like taking out oils. I'm getting, I'm going slow. I'm going fast. More sensitive, know? sure. Yeah, the fish I'm, plane. Listen, yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the 15 second reverse. I got like a remote control in that fucker, <laughs> you know. So, I, yeah. so I like that one. Uh, if you got a hypothetical, title it hypothetical. Uh, J train podcast at gmail.com. If you do have a Bumble profile, just title it or Tinder profile. Title it makeover, and we'll take a look. Uh, we'll see about doing it again. That was great, man. Sam, thank you. Of course, for man. coming on anytime. At Mansip on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. Tommy, you were great. Thank you. Dude, awesome time. Uh, I'm excited to listen to this podcast. Dude, this is so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Go find Tommy McNamara on Twitter at Tommy McNam on Twitter, TommyMcNamara.com. I am Jared Freed. Uh, as always, such a pleasure to have you guys listening. Thank you guys for getting involved. Keep sending those emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm jtrain56 on all platforms. And we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.